Hello and welcome to Bad Batching. I'm your host Johnny Arm and today we had such an amazing episode. Oh, it was just fantastic. Uh, so the episode was called Reunited. No, Reunion. Oh, I can't remember and I got it wrong last week. Um, reunion. Yes, Reunion. Episode 8, Reunion. Um... So, it starts out on Camino and uh, Crosshair approaches Admiral Rampart uh, about uh, the scavengers on Bracca getting in touch with the Empire to say that there was something going on on Bracca. There was uh, intruders or whatever you call them. And they sent the Hollow and the Hollow shows Hunter. So... Um, Rampart sends Crosshair and his team, as well as a whole bunch of clones, to take out Clone Force 99. Uh, meanwhile, on, um, Bracca, uh, Rekka is trying to teach, uh, Omega how to defuse bombs. And when she doesn't get it right, uh, and hides, he... Uh, and but the bomb doesn't really go off. It's just a smoke bomb. Rekka has a bit of fun at her expense. Um, but then they are called off by Echo, and they end up chasing uh, some of the scrappers and uh, stunning all three of them <laughs> and taking them back to uh, the wrestler group, where Hunter has a conversation with everyone about they how they should scavenge the ship and get a bunch of weapons and some intel and sell it or give it to Sid to basically clear debts which I assume come from the botched job um, on Corellia. Uh, as they're working on getting all this stuff the Empire arrives um, including Crosshair and it becomes a game of cat and mouse throughout the Jedi Cruiser. Um, Tech taps into their um, the Imperial communications, uh, but knowing their tactics, Crosshair is able to double cross them and cap and basically surround them in the artillery bay. Um, luckily, because Tech has uh, switched on the ship, all the ship power. Uh, him and Echo are able to make it so that the uh, cannons all start firing, which dislodges loads of the sh- uh, debris on the ship that um, crashes down onto the deck where they are, uh, trapping some of the clones, including Crosshair, so that the Bad Batch can get away with Omega. Uh, they escape through one of the ion engines, and... Um, Unfortunately, Crosshair, again, knowing their kind of tactics, uh, has one of his team head up to the uh, bridge and activate the engines. Um, Luckily, Tech is on hand and they uh, use some of the detonators to blow off the section of the uh, engine um, coil that they are hiding in. 
which causes it to fall as the engine ignites, which burns uh, Crosshair essentially in the face. Um, <clears throat> as they escape, um, the team is split up. Hunter and Omega go... Uh, well, Hunter tells everyone that they'll meet at the Marauder. So Hunter and uh, Omega arrive first to find that the, that the clones that Crosshair sent to secure their ship have all been taken out. Um, and that's when we are introduced to the major cameo of the episode. Um... Cadvane. Oh, yeah. And a new Toto. Um, so, Cad Bane's like, yeah, I've taken out enough, I've taken out loads of clones, it's easy when you know how. Uh, Hunter's like, yeah, you ain't gonna take me out. Cad Bane's like, are you sure about that? So we get, like, some uh, a Western standoff, uh, which was just so well done. And the two of them go for the blasters, and Hunter gets blasted in the chest, but as he's fire, he, he and as he's hit, his his shot goes wide and shoots off Toto, one of Toto's boosters. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, uh, Emma brought a uh, brought a bug into the house, so coming down with a cold, loving it. Um, so Hunter's shot. He hits the deck. Uh, Omega's like completely upset, thinking he's dead. And Cad Bane comes over and he's like, Sorry, little lady. And blasts her with a stun blast, knocking her out. Um, medics are patching up Crosshair and he's got like loads of back to bandages and a respirator on, um, covering most of his face. And he's like, Get me to that shuttle. Um, but his team doesn't get there in time. Um, but what we do see is Hunter waking up, and it's like a really cool kind of point of view uh, shot where he it's through his eyes in his helmet. Um, and he's helped onto the ship whilst Wrecker kind of like blasts away at clones. And the ship takes off, and they get his helmet off, and he's like, "They t- he took him, he took her, he took her. And they're like, what, Crosshair took Omega? And he's like, no, 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 Bounty Hunter, we need to find her. Um, and then that's the end of the episode. And it's like, what? Why now do I have to wait another week? You know, seriously, I've got to wait a week to see what happens next? Like, come on. Um... I couldn't believe it. I mean, there was a couple of things in this episode that I couldn't believe. Like, first off, like, the complete and utter scarring of Crosshair. I was not expecting that. Like, this guy, he's going to come out of this season, I reckon, in pieces. Um, and I think, uh, I mean, a lot of people have theorised that um, Crosshair and his team are going to be, like, the first uh, Death Troopers because they're all uh, augmented and kind of with tech and stuff on them. 
So I'm thinking, like, the more hunt, um, Crosshair gets, like, damaged, the more they're going to, like, experiment on him and turn him into a Death Trooper. Because, I mean, their armor's pretty much there, isn't it? I mean, it's not far off. Um, so, like, the second, like, what the hell moment was, of course, Cad Bane. Like, seriously, was not expecting him to turn up. Um, kind of part of me was, like, wondering if he was dead. Because, I mean, I remember in um, Celebration Europe, like, uh, Dave Filoni and Pablo Hidalgo were, like, talking in a panel, the Ahsoka Lives panel. And how, like, they considered, like, the storylines that weren't made to still be canon. Uh, because... Um, like, a lot of the stuff that happened in them kind of adds to the character development. So, like, in, like, Twilight of the Apprentice, when, like, Maul's, like, saying, running away again, Lady Tardo, um, you know, that was referencing something that we hadn't seen, and we probably would never have seen if, uh, Clone Wars hadn't come back. Um, but to... Dave Filoni and the story group, like, that story was technically canon. That, you know, he's referencing, which was her running, like, her running away to find a ship uh, in Siege of Mandalore. So, it's like, okay, so, and, and of course, uh, I think it was at last celebration when they showed the real, uh, where Cad Bane and Boba Fett face off against each other and where and, and that's like where Boba gets the um blast mark in his helmet and Cad Bane was seemingly dead. Um so I was like, oh my god, is he gonna be dead? Like we're never gonna see him again. And everyone's like, oh we wanna see more Cad Bane, we wanna see more Cad Bane. It's like well, yeah but technically, you know until they bring him back somewhere, he's dead. Uh, but hey, he's back, and he is—he's been hired by Lama Su uh, to get Omega, and essentially, he's fulfilled his job. Oh, excuse me. It's like quarter past two in the morning. Um. So yeah, I was like completely not expecting Cad Bane to turn up. And, oh, he looks good in Bad Batch. Like, the animation and the art on him is just fantastic. He looks amazing. Uh, and the, the shootout between him and Hunter, like, with the kind of the hands and the the, the faces, well, Hunter's helmet uh, and Cad Bane's eyes, it's like, oh. So, it's, like, so Western and so cool and, like, getting right up close, and the detail, level of detail on them is just fantastic, just gorgeous, um, and Corey Burton, coming back as Cad Bane, like, that voice is, like, oh, beautiful, absolutely fantastic, and the nice little surprise of the new Toto, again, voiced by Seth Green, brilliant, absolutely loved it, um, so, that was, like, a wonderful kind of, like, 
and the musical cue when Cad Bane appeared was just, it's like so Western, it's unbelievable. Like, fantastic. Absolutely loved it. The kind of crew just knocked it out of the park, especially in that scene. And the, the third, like, what moment is the is Omega being taken away? Like, I couldn't, I mean, I, oh, I, I kind of, it's like one of those story points where it was going to happen at some point and then the Bad Batch were going to, like, go after it. And why not happen at the midway point? It is bang on halfway in the season now. So it's like, okay, this is where we'd have a mid-season finale with a bit of a cliffhanger, and we've got exactly that. Uh, but luckily we don't have to wait weeks or months for it to come back. We've only got to wait a week, and that's going to be a long week. Um, after, you know, after this episode, it's going to be like... Damn cows. Um... It's, you know, it's going to be a tough wait, because uh, that was just amazing. Um, so, like, finding out that uh, that the Kaminoans are the ones who hired Fennec Shannon, it's not a surprise. Uh, Lamasu already basically said that he wanted her back. Um, so... And you can tell, I think, is it Nala Say, who was, like, who, like, Omega was hanging out with. Um, like, she doesn't want Omega to come back. And, like, you can tell she's, like, completely opposed to hiring another bounty hunter on top of Fennec Shand. So it's like, right, yeah, I, uh, what's going to happen when they rock up um, with Omega. And I kind of want Cad Bane to get Omega to Camp Camino because I want to find out more. And I don't think we will get that if Omega's with the the crew, you know, because they're not exactly kind of asking her why she is the way, you know, why is she the one female clone of Django Fett? Um, and, you know, kind of like some of her insights and stuff, you know, they don't question it. They don't question her for it. So I think the more we see of her on Camino, kind of after she's been away, uh, I think we're going to get more answers uh, about her which I think would be cool. Um, it was great having the Empire back as the villains for this episode, especially Crosshair. And it was the first time... Plumbing cars. It's like the first time that Crosshair has kind of gone up against the Bad Batch since he turned... Well, since he shot Racker at the end of the first episode. Um, all right, you. Calm down. <coughs> Oh boy, um, so kind of getting them back together essentially, and with like him kind of like going all guns blazing, like you know you're traitors and uh, you don't deserve to be alive, and there's record like 
Good to see you again, Crosshair. Speaking record. Oh, it was so cool and so great seeing him and Omega kind of like back to the way they were um, after the events of last episode. Like, Omega totally understands that everything that he did was because of the inhibitor chip. And, you know, it's not affected the way she sees Wrecker. And, you know, she she does the same with Crosshair. She's like, she's like, remember what I said to you in the break? It's, you aren't in control. This is the inhibitor chip. Um, they're controlling you with the inhibitor chip. And, you know, Crosshair kind of, it looks like he had a moment where he was like, just, just a glimpse of a moment where he's kind of like, yeah, I know. But at the same time, he's still the Empire's man. He's still completely brainwashed by the Empire. And, you know, he still follows his orders. Um, I'd forgotten how creepy Crosshair comes across, especially with the voice. Um, so when he's, like, talking in this episode, I'm like, oh, you are, like, so creepy. So terrifyingly creepy. Um... Which is just a testament to Dee Bradley Baker. Um, just absolutely nailing every single voice every time. Um, he, I mean, like, he voices so many people in this series. It's unbelievable. The guy is a legend. And if he doesn't get any sort of award uh, for this season... Uh, in the future, uh, then he will have been robbed because he is just it, like every episode, just firing on every single cylinder known to man, uh, and it's fantastic, and I love it. Um, let's see what else. Part of me is wondering, like, why they didn't just leave Bracca after Rex went, but then how long after? The last episode is this. This, um, is this literally happening like an hour or two after Rex leaves? Um, I mean, even then, like, why are they still there? Why didn't they just head on over? I know that Hunter's concerned because they owe Sid money, um, but at the same time, it's like you know what, get out of Dodge. You know this planet. It's not a friendly, friendly to the um, old republic kind of place. This is like, hey, something is going on. Let's call the empire. Um, so, yeah, it's like I did wonder why they were taking so long on the planet, but I mean, I guess that you know they, you know, in story they probably needed a bit more time to recuperate after having their brains operated on. Um, which is kind of like why Rex doesn't have to hang around. Um, so, so yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I do wonder why, I did wonder why they stuck around for so long. But then, you know, Hunter does say, look, we need money. We need to kind of do stuff to get money. Uh, so this was kind of go gonna be his like, you know, final payment kind of uh, kind of thing with his boss. So yeah, it's um, it's interesting, and it was good, and it was great fun, and I loved it. Um, so 
Yeah, I mean, yet another great episode. Um, like, I kind of... The, the, the kind of the tonal tones of the this episode and the last episode where essentially, like, Wrecker and... Um, uh, Wrecker and... Who is it? Who he's with? Um, but yeah, like, Wrecker's with someone and hiding and stuff, and it's like, this is a dynamic I'm really interested in seeing. Maybe it was... Um, It was the new guy. Uh, I think that'd be interesting. Uh, okay. So, um, I'm going to put a pin in it. Uh, I'm going to put a plug in it now because uh, my voice is starting to feel a bit uh, ropey. So, I'm going to leave you guys to it uh, with just oh, another moment of absolute fanboy. Uh, satisfaction uh with um kind of praising at this point the cooker uh <laughs> but no still like seriously this was such a fantastic episode absolutely loved it and um the creative team deserves as much praise as can be rained upon them for this episode especially um i think for me probably the best of the season so far uh just because of like it you know it's so the action is so well paced um and things happen that are kind of going to have a knock-on effect to everyone so it's like right okay how we're gonna how we're gonna like rope all these different characters into uh various different things and i'm really hoping we get to see some ahsoka uh, coming out of this last episode, like, kind of in the next couple of weeks, just because, like, the seeds are being planted, and at the same time, it, what a better way, like, she's trying to kind of divert attention away from Bad Batch, uh, so, you know, what better way of driving around in a, in a soccer mom car, and, um, flashing, like, uh, hub lights and things like that for <clears throat> for a bike just to get time off to celebrate Star Wars um, but yes there we go uh, a great episode yet again absolutely fantastic absolutely loved it and I'd like to thank everyone for listening and coming uh, today uh, if you have got um Oh, what's it called? Uh, sewing paper? No. But sewing material, um, please give uh, this this wonderful dude a, a look. Um, oh, excuse me. Because uh, um, it just does fantastic work. I can't remember the st- name of the store. Which is just unfortunate. Um, But when I do, I will repost it on here. So thank you again for listening. 
And for any and all Patreon members who are out there, I'd like to thank you all for your contributions to the Life Debt Blogging Podcast. They're all greatly appreciated, uh, 100%. And uh, without further ado, Punch It Chewy. Oh. Pun- yeah, Punch It Chewy. <laughs>